got the horse right here, the name is Paul Revere, and here's a guy who said, if the weather's clear, can do, can do, this guy says the horse can do, if he says the horse can do, can do, can do. All right, here we go. This is The Obvious Brothers. We're on Anchor.fm, which you probably have already figured out. I'm Obvious Steve, and... This is Obvious John. John, you ready to rock and roll? Let's do this. Let's do this. The opening music, for those of you who don't recognize it, is the bugle call from uh, and the opening from Guys and Dolls, which is the most famous horse racing song I know. Appropriate since this is the first weekend in May. Kentucky Derby is tomorrow. John and I are planning on losing uh, a few quid on it, and uh, we'll talk about that later. Right, John? Yes. Okay, but John, you have all sorts of things you wanted to talk about, and I think I promised that most of it will end up on the cutting room floor since I figured out how to edit on this uh, app. So uh, <laughs> let's go forward. Right, John? Okay. Got all your notes ready. Okay. I'm all ready. Yeah, John, you, you saw the new Avengers movie. I understand I did. you cried more than once, and, and uh, you had lots to say about it. So uh, you've got 30 seconds. Okay. It was a great movie. Uh, I am not at all disappointed with uh, how it ended. Yeah, usually with a movie like this, this magnitude, there's such a massive lead up that it almost cannot possibly meet your expectations. Uh, it definitely met my expectations and exceeded them. Um, there is some space-time continuum stuff that happens in this oh, movie. Oh, goody! I love it when that happens. <laughs> and so, uh, so, so uh, Bobby Ewing can end up in the shower. Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> Correct. Yes. <laughs> um, you so like that a, one, huh? Yeah, good old Dallas reference. Yeah. Um, the it made it a, a slightly confusing, and the more you think about it post movie, as as you're as you sit back and lament on the on the film, um, it kind of is a bit of a head scratcher. But um, I literally could not have asked for for a different ending, uh, the way it, it panned out, and I'm, I'm very very pleased with it. Okay, so so John, you need to stay closer to the microphone, but uh, we we didn't miss anything anyway. So, so John, John, it it almost made some money. Yeah, big weekend, set records all over the world. All over the world, yeah, like over a billion dollars the week, first weekend worldwide, which is kind of kind of a lot of money, John, even for you and me. Yeah, I went and saw. I mean, even I mean, I went and saw it at eleven fifteen movie my time. Uh, so we didn't get out of the theater until two a.m. Yeah, was the it theater was, full? It was. Well, yeah, well, uh, there, there you go. All right. So that was uh, more than many of our listeners would want to have heard about the Avengers movie. Now we move on to Sunday night and uh, Game of Thrones. There was certain promise of uh, dark battle scenes. And so we got dark battle scenes and uh, some surprises. So let me let me just run, run down for you. I was watching thinking it was an hour long episode. And I wonder, kept wondering how they're going to tie this up in the next however many seconds or minutes, right? Yeah. And my, my, my daughter says, oh, I look, this is a 90-minute 
episode. So then I've got, then you've got the same thing going then, you know, oh, what are they going to do for the next 20 minutes? And as you know, John, uh, all the, all the main characters who were fighting were pretty much surrounded and looked like they were about to bite the dust with about 15 minutes left on that. And then we got kind of a, uh, uh, wish bang bow it's all over kind of thing uh, not to I think I may have just spoiled it but uh, those of you who haven't seen it yet tough titty as it's, my mother would say um, it's been it's been five days if you haven't seen it that's on you okay you're, you're, you're under it's, the five day rule yeah various people have different rules on this but we're going we're now going with the five day rule at least for now so so John uh, I thought it was an excellent episode with the way it moved back and forth and uh, changed scenes. And even though it was a big battle, you kind of, it kind of personalized things on, on multiple people's level. And with a nifty uh, sleight of hand with, we forgot about Arya Stark for a minute as she wa wandered out a window to go fight some more. And then she magically appears at, a, at an important moment about 15 minutes later. So what did you think? Yeah, I thought it was excellent. Uh, there is some darkness issues, uh, as as many people have pointed out in the beginning. There was a lot of confusion. Um, you weren't sure like, some at some points who exactly. I was like, you know, did, was that Jamie? Did Jamie just die? Like without any pomp and circumstance, and you yeah, know, there was, you know, the the walk the White Walkers just kind of plowed through everybody at the beginning, and it was it was intense. Um, and the whole scene at the very end there where uh, Bran and the and the Night King are face-to-face. -face oh, also, the... also known on the internet as Frozen Guy Fieri. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> the hair, that's dude, pretty, the hair. That's pretty clever. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, they're face-to-face -face and the cutting back and forth between John, about ready to get destroyed by the... the the frozen dragon and Jamie and, and Brienne and, and Padraig just buried under yeah. white walkers looking like there's no way they're going to survive. And Danny and, back, and Jory are surrounded. Yes, Danny. Yeah. And, uh, it, you're just like, this is, there's just no way this is how I can't believe they're actually going to end the movie or this is how this scene series is going to finish with the white walkers taking, taking over. Yeah. And like you said, you know, that whole scene with, with Arya and, and the uh, the Lord of Light bitch, as we like to call her, the fire bitch in my house, um, you know, reminding her of, of the uh, the talk she had with her trainer back in the day, back in Westeros. And, uh, you know, there's only one God. It's the God of death. And what do we say? And she said, not today. So she went out to go finish it. Yeah. And she finished it and badass that fashion yeah and 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 now and now we get uh all all the frozen people are gone and now we get to go chase the real <sighs> bad guy of the series Cersei. and there's all sorts of speculation about how she's going to bite it in the end she is i think she's number one on aria's uh hit list so yes she is but yeah, you can't have you can't have our you can't have aria take out the the uh, Night King and, and and Cersei. 
No, that's just too predictable. Just like, and I watch. I don't know if you, and I'm sure you didn't, but I watched the uh, inside the episode afterwards, and and I, they talked about. I actually did, yes. Yeah. And which I thought was very was very good, and they and they talked about how you know having John take down the Night King is just too predictable. Um, and they wanted to have something, you know, kind of surprising, kind of shocking, which, you know, Aria, that was definitely shocking. And, and, uh, the scene with, with, uh, um, Sansa and, and uh, Tyrion in, in the, uh, crypt was, was pretty impressive. Um, you know, it seems like they might be rekindling some, something there. I'm not sure. Yeah. Something. Well, I, I've seen lots of speculation, and this this can count as a spoiler if people want to think it is, but it's on the internet that one of her brothers will end up being the one killing her. So, uh, who knows? She I don't. May, she may live. I don't think Jamie has the balls to do it. Uh, Tyrion definitely would. I would like to see personally. I would like to see Sansa do it because Cersei has caused Sansa so much pain and anguish and hurt. Um, Personally, I mean, I don't think she's affected any one individual in this remaining cast more than 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 Sansa on that level. Yeah. So nice. if Sansa can take that that dragon glass and stick it right through her fat mouth. I'd be fine with that. Yeah. Well, listen, listen. You go. You should send those kinds of uh, of script notes to to the people at. Uh, Game of Thrones, uh, since they only shot it, what, a year ago, uh, right. it probably, probably will do them a lot of good. Well, John, I guess now 10 minutes in, we should probably talk about sports. Uh, let's start with the NHL. John, I have no idea what's going on in the National Hockey League playoffs. Uh, I, I'm going double-check, but I think every series is 2-2 at this point. Uh, not, no, maybe the Islanders series isn't. The Islanders are down three zip or zero to three. So the Hurricanes have a chance to close out the Islanders tonight. Okay, which is uh, uh, an upset in terms yes. of uh, seeding. Yes, that's right. They're in Carolina tonight for game four with them down three. Of course, there's only the regular season, there were only two games between them. So uh, that's not quite. So anyway. Uh, St. Louis, Dallas are, are 2-2. Uh, both the other series, uh, the Boston series and the uh, Colorado San Jose series are all 2-2. I'm yep. not sure what's going to happen. So the NHL is living up to its reputation of giving us a, a postseason that nobody can predict. So, Yeah, the, the games have been really good. I've, I haven't, the only games I've watched have been the Stars and the uh, – Blues games, but um, I've seen obviously been seeing the highlights on ESPN and stuff like that. So uh, they've been very entertaining games, with the exception exception of the uh, Hurricanes and, and the Islanders. It's been pretty much a blowout. But yeah. uh, and maybe the the Islanders can breathe a little bit of life into their into themselves tonight. But um, I expect that series to get possibly yeah, get that, closed yeah. out. I think Carolina's going to uh, have some time to rest. Uh, looks like every series might go to seven games. The other three might all go to seven games. Yeah, and you got pivotable. She's pivotal. Pit, you know what word I'm trying to say. Yeah, you're trying to say pivotal. Yes. Yes, uh, pivotal. Game, game, game fives will be big. Is what you're yes. trying to say. Yes. Thank you. Start, starting, starting with tonight in St. Louis when your stars are going – 
2-2, you know, the fifth game is a big deal. Somebody's going to get on the verge of uh, elimination tonight. So, Correct. Uh, it's hard to say who – I guess the way Carolina's playing, you would think they would be the favorite of the Final Four at this point, but uh, it really is hard to, hard, to, hard to decipher. Yeah, I mean, we've got a lot of good hockey being played on in all these. You know, that Stars-Blues game has been back and forth. Um, you know, I guess you can kind of say that the goalies are almost like the QBs of the NHL. They're, they're pretty important, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, we're the obvious brothers. Yep. You didn't know it. Goalies are important in the NHL. And both both goalies in that series have done really well. Um, Bishop has been, you know, amazing. Uh, and more more impressive though is the St. Louis St. Louis Blues goalie is a rookie, and he seems unfazable. I mean, he's he can have a bad game, and he's he's like, you're gonna have bad games, and he just bounces right back and and pitches a shutout or or gets. 45 out of 50 saves. So yeah, it's pretty, yeah, pretty, pretty so, impressive for a rookie. Yeah. Well, uh, now let's switch over to the NBA, which, uh, you've got to start me off as I, I warned you, you did. And you, you, I hope you, your vocabulary is ready for this. So golden state <laughs> won two fairly tight games Sunday and Tuesday at home against the Rockets in what is supposedly the NBA championship series in the semifinals. So John, they're not playing again. They, they don't play again until tomorrow. They needed three days off in between. Please, the NBA... please explain why they needed three days off to go from uh, Golden State to, to Houston. Did somebody forget their airplanes in the 21st century? I mean, what every heck? series, every series is going to do this. They all take that big three day break in between the first two and the in the next game and it's no it's ridiculous no this is not true that's not what's happened the others are you know last night philadelphia played game they played game three last night in the philadelphia series they did not take three days off in that series they've not taken three games off in okay they three. took two they took two days off in their they series took two days right okay two days off which seems silly too but three days and and the thing, you know, I know we're going to say it's TV and money. Did they know it was going to be Golden State in Houston in this particular? They couldn't have known. So they just were given some random pair of teams three days off. You're asking the wrong guy. I, I, yeah, I don't well, understand I, I it. Is, it, it. It boggles it, my mind. There, there is no reason, even if you want to say it's about TV, well, you know, they, they could, you know, they could have given three days off to uh, the Clippers and who did Houston beat in the first round? By the way, the Trailblazers and the Nuggets, Nuggets have three days off in between their series as well. In, in the middle play, of their series? Yes, they played on Monday and played t- tonight. Okay. So, so it's not the only one that took three days off. Uh, when did, and I think, when did the Celtics and Bucks play? They played on Monday also, didn't they? Or did they play Tuesday? Uh, Celtics and Bucks played Tuesday. Right. So one and series had wrong. one right. series and each division had three games off or three days off. So no. I don't, yeah, and I don't know how. I don't, I don't know how the choice is. Uh, yeah, but guess, why? Why do you give them three days off? I don't know because they're they're prima donnas. Yeah. Okay. Well, you changed the word. Uh, you changed the p word. So I'm glad yeah. you did. Kind of. 
But okay, so we got that. So let's talk about the series. Golden State won the first two games. Poor, poor James Harden uh, got got his eyes messed up in game two, and uh, I saw a report that he's still struggling with it on the third day afterwards. Uh, so, um, is this going to be a seven game series? Is that no. what you see him? No. I was hoping so at the beginning, but um, Golden State with a 2-0 lead, they're not – it's – they're toast. Rockets are toast. If it goes to six, I'll be surprised. So, so you don't think the Rockets are going to go home and win and hold serve two games and just hold serve back and forth to game seven? You think, you think the Warriors are going to win a game on the road? Probably, yeah. Yeah, that's what you're saying. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Uh, the other series, uh, I don't know if anybody's even watching it. Uh, Portland did win game two, which uh, on the road, which means uh, there's a. Uh, That's also one and one. Yeah, it's, but uh, they, they won a road game, which means the series is meaningful. And the underdog, the less seeded team is in the driver's seat at this point. So any idea what happens there? Portland uh, come out of that? I don't think so. I like, well, yeah, I think Portland. Yeah, I'm sorry. I think Portland wins that series in six. Okay. So let's go to the East coast. Uh, Celtics came out and bashed the bucks in the opening game in Milwaukee. Milwaukee came back and uh, had a big win in game two uh, that they desperately needed to win. So uh, where are we at? We've got Celtics have grabbed the home court advantage. Are they going to hold on to it? No. I think nope. the Bucks Bucks will take one in 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 Boston in this next two games, and uh, I take the Bucks in six as well. Really? Uh, okay. Yep. So the scroll about Malcolm Brogdon being out uh, tonight is uh, doesn't bother you? No, they're going to go as Giannis goes there, and, and I like. Uh, I think on a whole, I, I like the the Bucks better. Okay. Okay, you're wrong about that, by the way. But uh, that's that's what's that? Oh, Celtics are winning this in six. Okay. Okay, you heard it here first. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think the Bucks are, are ready for prime time yet. Okay, other series. Uh, same same thing. Philadelphia won a game up in Toronto. Uh, won game three last night. They continue to hold serve, and they now have the home court advantage. They go and beat the Raptors. I hope so. Okay. Yes. So, so last week you kind of, you, you didn't kind of, you obviously dissed the Raptors who have not lived up to their record the last at least two years. And I, I, I after we talked, I saw 538's prediction for these next series had the Raptors uh, playing in the NBA finals. And uh, the, if you know 538, their uh, head man is Nate Silver. I saw him tweet. And said, I don't like the fact that we have them picked to go to the finals <laughs> because he almost quoted uh, Obvious John saying that their record the last couple of years is not very good. But then he, then he pointed out that they, you know, what their season record and everything was and they not, the players, significant players that they did not have playing for significant parts of the season who they now have. Right. So, and they don't are, have some of the the uh, the chokers that were on the teams from previous years. So, yeah, well, the the uh, the, the Leonard trade, uh, you would think, makes a big difference, but maybe not big enough. 
So what do you think? Uh, uh, Philadelphia is going to go and win and go to the finals, the Eastern finals again, huh? I like it. I like the Sixers in the Eastern finals and, and yeah. uh, hopefully I, I wouldn't mind seeing the Sixers in the NBA finals. It'd be some, okay. Uh, so I just like that team. There's a lot of youth, a lot of talent. Um, yeah. Well, and I think M- if Embiid it gets showed, there. Embiid showed them how it was done last night. So Yes. And I'd love to see a, a Bucks Sixers uh, Eastern Conference final. That would be, I think. Oh, you you want to see uh, Giannis and Embiid uh, rub just, against each other, huh? Just bash it out for six or seven games. Yeah. So, well, that's a uh, that's our uh, NBA and NHL wrap up here. As we're, we're getting down, we, we should mention baseball before we get to the four legged uh, sport. Um, the the uh, Cardinals have the best record in the National League. Just putting that out there, and they're playing. The, <laughs> they're playing the Cubs this weekend. They're on Sunday. Yeah. Night. ESPN Sunday night when we will be watching Game of Thrones. Uh, you're going to be flicking back to <clears throat> Cubs Cardinals game during Game of Thrones. No, there will be no flicking during Game of Thrones. Is that right? Okay, just just thought I. It's not like it, it's not like there's commercial breaks in in GOT. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I, I, I really, I was going to try something, but it really wasn't going to work. So, anyway, so uh, yeah, you're, you're Mister. It's early. Uh, are you, uh, are you worried about the Cubs winning two out of three uh, this weekend? Uh, do, do you, are, does it really matter, or is this I mean, a significant series? It matters if they get swept. Then, yeah, uh, I think that's that's a, a statement for either team. Um, but if it's a, you know, a two out of three or series between any, either one of these, and it's just kind of ho-hum, we'll see you, know, you know, 15 more times this year, however many it is. So, um, you know, in the, in the major league baseball, okay. you play your, it's, you play your division it's, opponents. It's 16. That's all right. Okay. Yeah. Um, so you, you play each uh, other quite a bit. They play. They play this afternoon, in in fact, at two twenty, and it's Flaherty against Kendricks, and uh, looks like a matchup in the St. Louis's favor, based on their record. But uh, we'll. Uh, I don't know. Kendricks seems to be finding his groove here recently, so I'll take Kendricks. Uh, well, with his five sixty three ERA, where he's got his groove, huh? But I anyway. said lately. But I did. I heard you. I heard you lately, but. It's on Fox Sports 1 tomorrow afternoon with Walker against Darvish. Yeah. And then who's pitching Sunday night? Do you know? I would imagine probably Lester. Is it Lester's turn? Um, Sunday Sunday night, we've got Wainwright and Quintana. Oh, yeah, Quintana. Uh, Advantage Cubs, I think. What I would go with, though, ERA wise, they're pretty close. And Wainwright's three and two, and Quintana's three and one. But all right, so uh, interesting. Uh, that's our baseball thing, back and forth. All right, now <clears throat> it's uh, the first Saturday in uh, in May. Uh, for years, uh, we've done a Kentucky Derby. Uh, thing. Uh, Swerve and I have, uh, I don't know, 10 years now we've gone to the simulcast and lost money. So uh, actually, it, it hasn't been that bad, but uh, it, it sounds a lot better. Last year, I got hosed. I, I remember that because 
uh, I won some money on the basketball pool and I had it and I said, oh, I've got money to burn and I burned it. So um, <laughs> did an excellent job of burning right through that a a extra hundo. Yeah. So, um, so this year, John, it's been, it's been very uh, interesting. Um, we haven't talked about horse racing. We don't, except for this five weeks in this summer, early spring. But, you know, Santa Anita actually shut their track down. Right, John? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, but, uh, what did they? Last count, it was 24 horses died there. So they uh, kind of changed the spring schedule. And uh, a couple Bob Baffert horses came east that would have run in California. So they kind of the whole thing's been kind of weird. And then this week, they've had two two horses, including the, the favorite as of Tuesday morning, uh, Omaha Beach uh, Scratch. So we're not even going to have 20 horses in the field tomorrow. And we're going to run for the second year in a row and several years out of the last few uh, in the mud tomorrow. So it's all just kind of a murk and um, should be a lot of fun. And for those of you who don't understand this, this is the biggest horse racing betting day of the year. There is a lot of money passed around, uh, money to be made and money to be lost. As I, I forwarded you uh, a tweet, right, John, that two years ago for a $2 uh, bet uh, on the Derby, uh, if you picked the uh, Superfecta right, you won $159,000. So um, you, could, uh, you could make some walking around money, John. Yeah. I think it's, uh, you know, it's just like any gambling, there's always that thrill of, of what could be. Um, yeah. And I, the one thing that's kind of fun about horse racing, I think, is you can kind of bet some, you know, make small dollar amount bets, two, four, six, twelve dollar bets, and they have potential to pay off rather large, large amounts. So, right. Um, yeah. The, the especially if. Yeah. especially if you get right but hitting the superfecta or the or the is like uh kind of like hitting yeah the pick six it's kind of like hitting a six or seven game parlay um you know there's always that you always get those five five games in there that that come through and then the, the sixth one always seems to to hose you or <laughs> yes. or it's almost better if you just lose the first one right out of the gates and then you're then you're like okay what's well, next you do remember john was it two years ago we won a pick? We, we got the pick six, right? But we yeah. had like almost all favorites and it, it, it didn't pay a whole lot. But we were, I was with Swerve and I thought he was going spasm out after we'd won four, the first four. You know, when we got to the sixth race, I wasn't even sure he was breathing. So uh, <laughs> it, it was pretty fun. Even though it wasn't much money, it, it is exciting. So uh, that's, that's fun. Uh, uh, the thing about this this year uh, on the Derby, six years in a row, the favorite has won, which is unusual in horse racing. Uh, well, because fact, before I, that, before that, it hadn't won in like twenty years, correct? Yeah, I think I think I think I heard Mike Tirico say this morning it had been twenty three years before this streak since the favorite had won. So you pretty much could bet against the favorite. Now you're kind of back uh, and. Uh, the, the, the rule of thumb in, in horse racing is the favorite wins one time in three. So even winning six years in a row after 23, 
misses in a row. They're not really back to where the odds would say you might and be. Would although, you? Yeah. Would you say that this makes this um, definitely more likely that the favorite doesn't win since the true favorite Omaha right. Beach with its entrapped I, I, I think, epiglottis is out? Right. Epiglottis. Did you really roll epiglottis out there? Yeah. <laughs> I heard people saying that they were having trouble saying it when, when he scratched on Wednesday. It's kind of funny that you just rolled it like you you you, you drop epiglottis every day is something you talk about. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I I think you're right. I think uh, right now they're dual favorites. Uh, game winner and roadster are both at nine to two. But the thing is, the last few years I've been trying to beat the favorite. I don't think I'm going to do that this year because uh, I think the odds are good. Nine to two is a good price. Uh, yeah, that's... you can you can make money at nine to two betting just straight the winner. So. I think the last few years, like Justify, I don't know if it was even two to one last year uh, to bet Justify. It was worth trying to find a way to beat them. So wasn't it like two uh, to five? Did it get down to that? I, th- I don't. I don't no, not not in the Derby. I think I think when you got the Belmont, oh, yeah, yeah. when we got the Belmont, it was such a favorite, it was ridiculous. But of course, it won won them all last year, right? So mm. so this year, what I'm saying is a, a typical year. Uh, well, you got to look at what the, what the favorite, the odds are on the favorite, uh, and the, again, back to rule of thumb: if it's not three to one or better, you don't bet the favorite because you can't make money in the long run. So, uh, at nine to two, uh, you know, there's money to be made uh, betting game winner or roadster, uh, and I think that's uh, that's probably a simple route to tell people to go. Um, don't know what anybody's going to do in the mud, really, although there, several of the horses have actually won. And uh, before before we leave, I like Tacitus. For one thing, Tacitus is a beautiful gray horse. Uh, won the Wood Memorial, which is at Aqueduct, which Swerve and I have been there a couple times for the Wood at Aqueduct, so kind of have a home field advantage. But uh, no horse from the Wood Memorial ha- has even hit the board since 2003, so... I, I'm not sure I'm burning my money, but you know the, the track record coming out of New York to Kentucky the last you know two decades has not been good. Even though that's a major race and major money, major prep, but it's not that's worked a, out. That's a tough gate too, isn't it? The eight gate. There's it's a pretty rough, uh, rough ride coming out of there at the beginning, right? No, I don't. I, I think I think everybody's good if you're uh, and you know they're talking. Now they have 19 horses. They're moving everybody. They're not going to use the one gate. So uh, the horse that was uh, that's on the inside war war of will, uh, which is supposed to be a speed horse. The problem with with the the Churchill Downs there with the 20 gate is the one horse has to bank out or run into the rail, uh, and, and so they avoid that this time. So that might help things. The problem is Omaha Beach was thought to be part of the speed in the race, early speed. So they're not sure who's going to lead the pace and whether it'll be a slow pace, which will change the whole dynamic of the race. The pros, you know, John, uh, and there's actually, you can buy from uh, dailyracingform.com or drf.com a thing called a simul or a formal caster that will project the way the race will be run. You know, you can put this and that in 
So, you know, the pros are like, oh, such and such will go out early and pull such and such along with them. And they'll, they'll have the whole thing, you know, figured out how it's going to be run and bet, bet that way. So I think there's a little problem about figuring exactly how it works out without knowing what the speed's going to be. If everybody's kind of clogged up together going slowly as they come into the last straightaway. Uh, it gets to be flip a coin kind of thing. Who gets bumped? Who can get to an open space? Blah, 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 right? So kind of hard to s simulcast it and figure it or formal cast it and figure it out if, if you followed all that. I like it was so simple to follow. Well, okay, good. I'm glad to hear you say that, uh, although sarcasm is dripping off the equipment so uh there you go all right so uh we'll we'll hope keep our fingers crossed that we can uh, make a little bit of money huh john yes very much so yeah so so uh j just because we're on john and and uh, uh and we we don't seem to be shy about racking up minutes our friend swerve has already been to the track this morning to make bets for today and tomorrow and trying to cross over because as i've said before about swerve in public i think he would bet on cockroach races if uh oh yeah if, if he this, didn't yeah this weekend gets his juices flowing that's for sure oh yeah yeah i i don't know if he slept the last couple nights uh, just thinking about burning through through whatever money he has stuffed in his sock for his uh <laughs> <laughs> for, for for his uh you know his payroll his bankroll for the weekend yeah yes yeah stuff all right inside. yeah well it's John, a good weekend yeah it's a good weekend uh it's wet here in the northeast and across the midwest it's been ridiculous it's, uh it's wet so everywhere it's wet wet everywhere well i i don't know I, I saw the uh, scroll that Tiger Woods' yacht is uh, 13 miles away from uh, Beth Page, because we all need to know that. So he's getting in some practice rounds this week. Well, uh, you know, I I don't know exactly where Beth Page is on Long Island, but I would be surprised if you could get a big yacht much closer than 13 miles away. I think it's inland. Place. Yeah. <laughs> but Tiger Watch is seriously rolling. Oh, yeah. Out. It's kind of you know it's kind of weird the schedule with the schedule change and, and it's, I guess it it does bring back this little flare of excitement but a lot of travel for for uh, the PGA players in these next couple of weeks they're in Charlotte right now for the um, Quail Hollow Wells, yeah Quail Hollow for the for the Wells Fargo then they're gonna fly to Dallas next week uh, to be here for the Byron Nelson and then they fly to New York for yeah. the PGA. And then they fly back to Dallas or Fort Worth, technically for for the Colonial. So, yeah. um, you know, traditionally it always been back to back. They would do uh, Dallas and then Colon or um, the Byron and then the Colonial right afterwards. So, yeah, it kind of broke it up this year, but um, it's it's entertaining. Uh, yeah. It's going to be. I I, I better, wasn't sure. It, how, it, I wasn't it had better dry out. It better dry out in the next two weeks. Yeah, in New York and in. in uh, we said you know, it all May. along. New York in May could be uh, pretty could spotty. Be like, yeah. yeah, could it could snow before now. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think <laughs> we, I, we might think we might wish it did, but uh, it could be. You know, they played the U.S. Open there the one year, and they had to play on Monday because they got rained out. 
and that's mm -hmm. June. So uh, May, you would think would be even wetter. So uh, there you go. Why the hell are we talking about this? I guess it just goes to show Tiger. Tiger just drives it all, dude. It drives the conversation. Yeah, yeah. And all right, well, I'm going to stop there. John, good luck tomorrow, and uh, and we'll be talking to you. Yep, I hope your epiglottis stays healthy all weekend. Okay, uh, I, I, yeah, I, if I knew what it was, I'd be worried, yeah. so Apparently it has something to do with your breathing. That, is that right? Something to do with this? <laughs> Thank you for that tip, John. <laughs> all right, John, have a good weekend. You too, Steve. Bye. Bye.